Brown. This is the voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and a very good evening. Welcome to the airways of the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM with myself, Muhammad Zain Majid. The program being QA and of course our SMS line is open immediately. Simple. Uh, what you do is you type up your question that you'd like to ask and you send it off to 47913. That number 47913. And of course on the line to answer all of your questions, none other than the Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein. Asalaamu alaikum Mufti. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh brother Muhammad Zain. Barakallahu feekum. Shukran jazeela. MashaAllah. How's Mufti keeping this evening? Alhamdulillah, very, very fine. Alhamdulillah, only very sad what's happening to our own beautiful country. Xenophobia, Durban, Johannesburg, Benoni, Xamistan, so many places. Allah have mercy on us and our beautiful country. Amen, inshallah. Mufti, straight into our first question. It says, uh, Salam Mufti, is it permissible to make dua for a nice car? Bismillahi Rahmani Rahim, Nahmaduhu wa Nuswali Allah Rasulil Kareem, Ammabad. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. For us as Muslims to ask Almighty Allah for anything nice and good, provided that it is permissible, is fine. Almighty Allah teaches us in the Noble Quran, Rabbana atina fid dunya hasanatu wa fil akhirati hasanatu wa qidadab al-nar. Surah 2, Surah Baqarah, verse number 201. So yes, we ask Almighty Allah for goodness in this world and goodness in the year after. When you purchase the Kaaba, brother, sister, then you say, Allahumma inni as'aluka khayraha wa khayra ba fiha. Oh Allah, I ask of you goodness in the star and whatever it is, give me long mileage. Wa a'udhu bika min sharriha wa sharri ba fiha. And it must not take us to bad places and evil places. So whenever Nabi alayhi salatu salam paused, you know, bought and saw a new animal or somebody bought a new means of conveyance, then Nabi alayhi salam would teach them this dua, mashallah. Shikha Mufti, um, and our next question, I see the full SMS didn't come through, but uh, what I have, it says, Mufti, I, uh, there's an old, uh, elderly couple that's staying with their son. The couple buy their own food, they have to buy their own electricity, uh, etc. Is it possible for the son to go? I don't know what, uh, that part didn't come in, but perhaps some advice for that son, Mufti. Definitely what the son is doing is unacceptable. You are forgetting all the sacrifices and love that your parents showered upon you when you were a baby and young. And now they are old and they need you. And now it seems, according to the question, that you are neglecting them. Remember, my sons and daughters, brothers and sisters, make sure that your parents are happy with you. Then you will be successful in this world and the year after. And if you are 
are giving them a torrid time, difficult time. Remember all, might Allah will punish you in this world. يُعَجِّلُ قُوبَتَهُ فِي الْحَيَاةِ قَبْلَ مَوْتِهِ Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, for that crime of rebelliousness and disobedience and disrespect to one's parents, Almighty Allah Jalla wa ala unleashes his punishment in this world before death even takes over the person. The hadith in Bayhaqi and Mishkat Sharif. Mufti, a lady wants to know, her husband gave her a talaq uh, and it's been more than three weeks now and he has not nafaka her at all. Is it his right that he shouldn't be nafakaing her, that he gave her uh, a talaq or what should the uh, answer be, Mufti? If he gave her one talaq only, one tal- talaq raj'i, revocable divorce, then according to all the scholars, he must maintain her, sustain her during the entire period of the idda, and the idda will be three periods of cleanliness according to the Shafi'is and Malikis, and three periods of menses according to the Hanafis and the Hanbali scholars. So be that as it may, so what he is doing is shirking his responsibility. So go to your local ulama and the shuyukh or the MJC and contact them and they must impose upon this husband. And if no one imposes, then you can go to court as well. And in that way, demand your nafaka during the iddat period. She can indeed, uh, the voice there of uh, Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain, and you can send us your questions via the SMS line to the number 47913. That is, uh, send it to 47913. Now, Mufti, if we cut a newborn baby's hair, how much for the weight of the hair must we pay? It is, you know, a relative issue because everybody's hair is not the same. So in a case like that, on the seventh day, mashallah, then you shave the hair of the baby. For example, today is now Thursday the baby was born. Then on Wednesday next week is the seventh day. Baby was born on Sunday, then Saturday is the seventh day. So you shave the hair of the baby boy or baby girl, and thereafter you apply zafran and saffron on the head of the baby. And that also is a sunnah. Many a time people abandon that sunnah. The hadith is mentioned in Abu Dawood. And then you give out 50 rand, 100 rand, 20 rand, whatever you can afford. So all that is permissible, no problem with that. Now, Mufti, tell what, what age is it permissible to breastfeed your baby? My son is turning three years old next month. I heard that it is haram and I let him stop drinking immediately. What is the Sharia, say, Mufti? Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla tells us, وَفِصَالُهُ fi amin, And the weaning period is two years. Another place in the Quran Sharif, Almighty Allah states, وَالْوَالِدَاتُ يُرْضِئِنَ أَوْلَادَهُنَّ حَوْلَيْنِ كَامِلَيْنِ Two years. So now three years, that has gone far beyond the limit. So mashallah, you must remove him of that milk now. He must start eating solids and he must become, mashallah, a big boy. And he must leave this milk now. So what you did is correct now. And you must not breastfeed him now. So let him now continue with the solids. And remember, the maximum period is two lunar years. According to all four schools, Shafi'is, Malikis, Hanbalis, Hanafis. And that is the fatwa. Shukran, inshallah. Shukran, Mufti. Uh, once again, that uh, SMS line number 47913 for all your questions. This question, Mufti, uh, to whom uh, are you allowed to pay out interest money accrued uh, from your bank account, Mufti? 
when a person has an account in the bank and they give you interest, you have three, four options. Number one is you give it to any poor person, Muslim or non-Muslim. Obviously, it is in your possession, but not in your ownership. Hence, you have to dispose of it. So you give it to any poor person, Muslim or non-Muslim. Second will be you use it to pay your taxes. You know the government, how they are wasting and the corruption going on. So we don't have to give them our halal money. We can give them the interest for our provisional tax and income tax and all those things. So that is permissible. However, the VAT you have received from the customer, for that you have to pay with the VAT. You can't use interest money for that. But other taxes you use the the interest money is fine, even rates and taxes of the house, so that also is fine. Third one will be that you owe, you know, uh, you have an account somewhere, and that company is charging you interest. So you take that interest you receive from the bank, and you offset the interest that company is charging you. So interest for interest, that is fine. But not the capital amount, the principal amount. There you must use halal money. And fourth one, when we see today our beloved country, South Africa, we know the economic and social structures everywhere are not so good. For example, in Cape Town, you have so many poor areas, Johannesburg surrounding Durban. So we go and put up wells there, boreholes there, so people can at least have access to water. So all that will be fine and permissible. Now, Mufti, my son is not mukallaf yet. Can he lead the salah for me? And the question comes from the mother, Mufti. Yes, according to the Shafi'is, it is permissible for your son who's 10, 11 years old. He is not mukallaf as yet. He hasn't attained the age of puberty. So Imam Shafi'i, rahimahullah, says that that is permissible, that he can be the imam, and you, the father, mother, and them can be at the back. That's fine. But according to Hanafis, that is not permissible, that the imam must be a person who is baligh, and we must have attained the age of puberty. Otherwise, the salat will be null and void, according to the Hanafi school. Uh, Mufti, my parents have three children in the marriage. Now they sold their house. Must he give the children's share now or after his death? First child was born out of wedlock. Uh, it seems uh, both parents are still alive, Mufti. The parents are alive. They sold the house. Remember, the money belongs to you, the parents. There's nothing that you have to give your children now. So if you want to buy another flat or another house or you want to invest that money, so all that is your prerogative. Yes, upon your death, then the children will inherit. We don't know whether we are speaking of sons or daughters, but what is important, dear father, dear mother, remember as a Muslim, number one is burial funeral expenses. Number two is the deaths of the deceased. Number three will be the wasiyah. Wasiya means to bequeath. So that illegitimate child, the child was born out of wedlock, so you, the father, you can bequeath for him, that child there or her, whatever it is, and for up to one-third. And then the remainder, the shares, will go to the heirs. So that is how it will work. And remember, the illegitimate child's lineage will go towards the mother and not the father. 
Keep on sending those questions uh, via the SMS line to the number 47913. That is uh, 47913. And do remember that uh, SMSs are charged at 1.50. Now, Mufti, a guy has come to ask my father to get married. That was in September of last year. At the time, he was three months Muslim. My father kept on saying he will phone him back, but this hasn't happened. He called again two weeks uh, ago, and my father said he will call him back. This hasn't happened. Can Mufti please advise? Here there are three issues to the brother who embraced Islam, mashallah, last year sometime. We give you the glad tidings which the Quran Sharif mentions. Tell the non-Muslims when they embrace Islam, their sins are forgiven, meaning the sins they committed against Almighty Allah. So the hukukul ibad, the debts they owe, the loans they have taken, all that obviously are not forgiven. They have to pay that to their creditors. Secondly, Mustafa Rahmatullah Alameen sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Innal Islam ayahadimu maakana qabla. Verily Islam erases the sins of the past, the hadith in Mishka Sharif. Third one to you, my daughter, my advice will be that don't push this issue. If your father, your mother and them are not happy about it, then ask Almighty Allah, Ya Allah, whatever is khair and best for you, let that happen. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, La nikaha illa bi waliyin. A nikah is not valid without the consent of the father, the wali, the guardian, the hadith in Abu Dawood, Tirmidhi. And that is the verdict of majority scholars, Shafi'is, Malikis, Hanbalis. You, sister, daughter, continue reading Turaqat Salat daily, now after Maghrib, after Isha. And in that you read, if you know it by heart, you can read this dua in Sajda as well. Surah 25, Surah Furqan, verse 74. Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa zurriyatina qurrata a'yun. Oh, beloved Allah, grant us such spouses and children that are the coolness of the eyes. Shukran indeed Mufti That leaves us uh, with this time of the program Where we're going to break for Maghrib inshallah We'll chat to Mufti around about uh, 22 inshallah Assalamu alaikum and before I uh, break for Maghrib, a uh, quick reminder that uh, the VOC Festival stalls will go on sale on the, uh, this Saturday. Uh, that's for the balance that is still left. The, the 18th of April from the VOC offices between 8 a.m. and 2 p.m. in the afternoon. So please do come early to avoid disappointment. For more information, you can call Auntie Hajra Isaacs. On 082-407-1543, that is 082-407-1543, and that's the VOC source. The balance of that, that will go on sale this Saturday, starting at 8 a.m. in the morning until 2 p.m. Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. Station. Your 
your radio station. Our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Welcome back uh, to the ways of uh, the voice of the Cape 91.3 FM and we continue now with Q&A and uh, yes quite a few questions that we have received but you can still SMS us your questions to the number 47913 whatever we can't answer this evening uh, we will definitely um, um, answer that next week inshallah. Going straight into our next question in this round Mufti it says um, is it permissible for um, or rather can you read Quran without wudu on the tablet or a cell phone with Bismillahirrahmanirrahim regarding the Quran Sharif if we have the Quran Sharif in our hands we are physically touching it then wudu is required the Quran Kareem states la yamassuhu illa al-mutahharun none should touch it except in the state of cleanliness wudu and so forth However, regarding a tablet or cell phone or iPad and so forth, then it is better to have wudu but not compulsory. So if you are reading from the iPad or the tablet or cell phone, without wudu also it will be permissible and acceptable. Now Mufi, what is the ruling regarding uh, Muslim males and wearing gold? Mustafa Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam on one occasion emerged from the house and in one hand Mubarak, blessed and the master alayhi salatu salam had genuine gold. In the other Mubarak, blessed hand Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam had genuine silk and said, Huma haramun ala zukuri ummati, as mentioned in Mishkat Sharif Mustafa Ahmad. That the genuine gold and the genuine silk are haram for the men of my ummah. Therefore, for men to use genuine gold, not permissible. Yes, if it is just painted gold or touched up gold, like, you know, like our spectacles and so forth. So that is permissible, no problem. Mufti, is prawns permissible to eat as it is classified as a parasite? Remember to eat prawns is totally... We're speaking of prawns? Prawns, yeah, Mufti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prawns is by a moi, by the Prawns is by a moi, 100% halal. Don't worry. Shafi is, Malik is, Hanbal is. The Hanafi ulama, a little bit different, but most of them, if you put the prawns in front, then they eat it also. I also eat it, alhamdulillah. Shukran Mufti, uh, listener wants to know, what can I recite for a non-Muslim who killed my son a year ago, Mufti? Remember, yeah, there are three issues. If you are sure that A, B, C, X, Y, Z person killed your son, Allah forbid, then in a case like that, for your beloved son, make special dua. Almighty Allah gives him Jannatul Firdaus. He passed away as a martyr. Man kutila duna maadihi fawa shaheed. Man kutila duna ahali fawa shaheed. So he is a martyr. Allah elevate his rank and give you the sabr. For the person who perpetrated this heinous crime, obviously one is the legal side that you report it and the uh, you know, police should take action, but we all know what happens nowadays. So in a case like that, if you want, my brother, you got two options. The one option is, Allahumma mansurunna ala man zalamana. Oh, Almighty Allah, you help us against those who oppressed us when we did so much wrong. He killed my son, ya Allah. 
And one is, if you want to be magnanimous and so generous, you say, Ya Allah, he killed my son, but you give him hidayat of Islam. Give him that hidayat so that he can repent and be saved from Jahannam. So all these options are open to you. May Almighty Allah make it easy for you, my brother and your sister, meaning the parents of this beautiful, handsome child who became shaheed. I mean, inshallah. Now, Mufti, after my mother's janazah, someone apologized for not attending the janazah because he was working. So someone said, Rizik comes before death. Is that correct, Mufti? Therefore, Salatul Janaza is farz, but not farz al-al-ain. It's not upon every individual. It's al-kifaya. So if you brothers are there, alhamdulillah. So in Islam, we will say we have to look at the practical options. The person was working. He apologized. Mashallah, you accepted it. When you, my dear brother, dear sister, now you go to the family who have lost their parents or son or daughter, the bereaved family, then this is what you should say. Don't only apologize. Go there and say, Inna lillahi ma'akhaz, walahu ma'ata. Verily all Allah takes whatever he wants to, meaning he gives death. And he gives to whomsoever he wants to, and that is the prerogative of Allah. وَكُلُّ شَيْءٍ إِنْدَهُ بِأَجَلٍ مُسَمَّى Everything by Almighty Allah happens on the fixed time. فَالْتَصْبِرْ وَالْتَحْتَسِبْ And exercise patience, O you, the bereaved family, and you will be rewarded handsomely. The dua in Mishkat Sharif, Mustafa sallallahu read this dua when his own grandchild passed away and explained to his beloved daughter, Sayyidah Zainab radiallahu anha. So these are the type of duas we give encouragement to the bereaved family and make dua for the deceased as well. Now, Mufti, if a man goes for a bladder operation and he wears a bag now for his urine, can he still perform salah? A person like this will be classified as da'ibul hadith or ma'azur. These are two different terms, but it means the same thing. Yes, the salat is still compulsory upon you that you have that bag and what have you. But when it's salat time, you make a fresh wudu every first salat. For example, you perform maghrib salat now. So when the azan was going, you make a fresh wudu, read your maghrib salat. Then when isha time enters, then you make a fresh wudu and then you read your isha. Salat. So for every first Salat, you make a fresh wudu and you read the Salat on time. So that is the law of Ma'azur, people who have a valid excuse, Da'imul Hadas, people who are in that state where they impure, La yukallifullahu nafsan illa wus'aha. Almighty Allah does not burden any person more than his or her ability, capability and capacity. So you can read the voice of uh, Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein on 91.3 FM, uh, the program, of course, Q&A. And you can SMS us your questions uh, via the SMS line to the number 47913, 47913. This question, it says, uh, Mufti, my husband has a new hobby. I don't have a problem, but it keeps him from making salah. What can I say to warn him? Uh, she doesn't say what the hobby is, but we'll get comment from Mufti after this. Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape.
Welcome back. Uh, we're into the last few minutes of our program Q&A here on 91.3 FM. And of course, on the line, answering your questions at Mufti Abdul Qadr Hussain. The question we posed, Mufti, before the break, it said, uh, my husband has a new hobby. I don't have a problem, but it keeps him from making salah. What can I say to warn him, Mufti, says the wife? When your husband is in a good mood and you are alone with him, not in front of the children, show him the noble Quran, Surah number 5, Surah Ma'idah, verse number 91. And there Almighty Allah Jalla speaks about the harms of alcohol and gambling. And then Almighty Allah states another harm of alcohol and gambling is وَيَسُدَّكُمْ عَنْ ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ وَعَنِ الصَّلَاةِ It prevents you from the remembrance and zikr of Allah. It prevents you from salat. فَهَلْ أَنْتُمْ مُنْتَهُونَ Will you abstain and refrain now? So when your husband is going to play golf or is going to play some game or some hobby and that is now becoming an impediment and now he's missing salat or delaying salat, definitely not permissible. So you need to explain to him with diplomacy, Surah 5, Surah Ma'ida, verse 91. And in that way there, the most important action for us as Muslims, after our Iman and Islam is salat, the hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif, The first thing we'll be questioned about on the day of justice is about our salat. So it shows that if a person is involved in such a hobby where he's missing the salat or delaying it, definitely unacceptable. Now, Mufti, at the time of my uncle's janazah, he was not ghuzled. We were informed that the imam will do it. The imam came, just took my uncle out of the house for uh, salatul janazah without ghuzl, after which we personally informed him, what should we as a family do, Mufti? I'm not 100% sure what happened in this case here. The way I understand the question that the janazah salat was read without ghusl, but mm. what happened after that? Did they give ghusl and bari or not? I don't think and so, Mufti. Probably okay. bari. Mm. It seems that they didn't give ghusl at all. So here there are three questions. Number one is this, the community there, all of them have sinned because to give ghusl and to bathe the deceased, remember that's false and compulsory. So for that, all of them have to make toba and repent. Number two is this, is the Salatul Janaza where the deceased was not given the ghusl valid or not? According to Imam Shafi and them, Imam Ahmad, it be valid because, you know, the, for them to have the body is not even necessary. You can read Salatul Janaza al-Ghaib. So therefore, the Salatul Janaza will be valid according to Shafi is an unbelief. However, Hanafis will say that that is not right. And the next issue here is the burial already took place. So everybody should make tawbah and istighfar. Remember that the imam should have asked whether the ghusl was done or not. Because, you know, these are things that we must not overlook. So may Almighty Allah forgive us all. And while we are on this topic, let me just mention the beautiful hadith of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Man ghassala mayyitan fakatamalahu. And whoever gives ghusl and bathes the deceased and then you conceal his or her faults, then ghufira lahu arba'ina marra. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam said 40 times Allah ta'ala forgive that person who gave the ghusl. وَمَنْ كَفَّنَهُ And who gives that person the kafan, the shrouding, then أَلْبَسَهُ اللَّهُ Almighty Allah Jalla wa Allah gives in. 
min istadraqin wa sundusil jannah, the garments of jannah, subhanallah. So we should always be the first one to go and give the gusar, to do the kafan and the shrouding. The hadith is mentioned in Tabarani, great, great reward as well. Shikamufti, I'll ask the question for this evening. It says, uh, is it possible to give interest money to a relative that is studying deen, Mufti? If the relative is very, very poor and doesn't have anything much, then only will it be permissible to give him the money to study the deen because he's in a crisis himself. So then it would be acceptable and permissible. Jazakallah khair. Mufti Shukran to everyone for sending in the questions this evening. Uh, we've got quite a bit left, but obviously with the Maghrib in between, we'll have less time. But definitely, inshallah, your question will be answered in next week. The, we've got just about three minutes there for some nasikha to in the program, Mufti. Inshallah, three issues. Number one, my dear listener of Voice of the Cape, this week, Sunday evening after Maghrib, scan the sky, and inshallah, if the moon is sighted, that will usher in the month of Rajab. And when we see the new moon on Sunday night or Monday night, then we read the dua, Allahu Akbar, Hilalu Khairin wa Rushdin, O Almighty Allah, make this month of Rajab a month of khair and goodness, wa rushdin and righteousness. These words, hilalu khairin wa rushdin, are mentioned in Abu Dawood. So one more time, the dua, Allahu Akbar, hilalu khairin wa rushdin. And when the month of Rajab starts, now it means there's only two months left for the great month of Ramadan. Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, used to read the following dua as mentioned in Mishka Sharif. Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Shaban. Oh, Almighty Allah, grant us barakah blessings during this month of Rajab and Shaban. Wa Ramadan. Ya Allah, you spare us and prolong our lives so that we experience another wonderful month of Ramadan, inshallah. And remember each one of you, my dear brother, sister, and listener, we know our country is going through difficult times. So many innocent people, people are killed, thousands are displaced. So many of them don't know where they'll get their next meal from. So let us make dua for them. How are we going to make dua? Surah Yunus, chapter number 10. Like Nabi Musa, alayhi salatu salam, taught his people when the Pharaoh and his cronies were unleashing their oppression and transgression. He told his people, Surah Yunus, chapter number 10, verses 85-86. Rabbana la taj'alna fitnatan lil Ya Allah, we beg of you, do not make us a target, a trial for a people who are the oppressors and wrongdoers. وَنَجِّنَا بِرَحْمَتِكَ مِنَ الْقَوْمِ الْكَافِرِينَ Oh, beloved Allah, save us through your mercy from a people who are the disbelievers. May Almighty Allah bless us, bless our beautiful country. Barakallahu feekum. Shukran jazeelan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakallah khair. Mufti Allah protect and guide you and shukran indeed for once in a very informative program. Until the next time, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
Well, that concludes our Q&A uh, this evening. Once again, Shukan for tuning in and, of course, uh, Shukan for all those uh, that send in uh, questions. Just a reminder again that the VOC Festival stalls will once again be on sale this coming Saturday. That's the 18th of April uh, from the Voice of the Cape's offices. Uh, that is between from 8 o'clock in the morning until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Come early to avoid disappointment. For further information, you can speak to Auntie Hajira Isaacs on 082-407-1543. That is 082-407-1543. And that's, of course, uh, the VOC stalls that will once again be on sale. That's the balance of it uh, this coming uh, Saturday. So starting at 8 o'clock in the morning until about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Well, that's all the time that I have for. for uh, very shortly, we'll be crossing over to our Paul Studios, where, of course, uh, Buddha Talib Samai will be keeping you company. From myself, Muhammad Zain Majid, until the next time, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.